You Can Mentor is a podcast about the power of building relationships with kids from hard places in the name of Jesus. Every episode will help you overcome common mentoring obstacles and give you the confidence you need to invest in the lives of others. You Can Mentor. Zach Garza here. Hey, just got off the podcast with Todd Lawler. He just released a book called Weak is the New Strong, and we talked about it on the You Can Mentor podcast. It's so good. He talked about the power of passing it on. He talked about whenever you give to your mentee, whenever you operate out of your weakness, the Lord comes in and he replenishes you and he creates a safe environment. And there's just so much stuff. He talks about mentoring in a community and how sharing your weaknesses with others can actually spur others on to experience the Lord and to get involved. Vulnerability begets vulnerability. And then lastly, we talked about words of encouragement, how encouraging words can insert courage into you as you mentor. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Share it with a friend. Todd's the man. Todd has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't keep him from preaching the gospel. It's fantastic. Check out our podcast, share it, rate it. We love you. You can mentor. Hey, Zachary. Hey, Todd. How are you doing today? It is great to put a voice to your face, brother. I am very blessed. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing well today. It's It's been a yeah. good day. Things are great over here in uh, Dallas, Texas, and I'm excited to talk about your book, man. Oh, my man, bro, I have a story to talk about your ministry, too, because, bro, I, I think mentoring is key to a thriving life. So, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, tell me how you're familiar with Upper Room Dallas and Abilene Christian. I uh, see that we have those connections yeah so my longest roommate I, I ever had was after I become my master's in Bible at Evelyn Christian and me and a great guy named Michael Miller with the Evelyn Christian the same time that I yeah, we were roommates in the DMW, and he was the longest roommate I've ever had. And he said, Todd, I mean, it's so cool because the Holy Spirit introduced us to, to a lot of the same stuff in the kingdom realm that we both have never been exposed to before, so we both through the spirit, and, and then he would soak in the spirit. He said, Todd, someday I'm going to start a church. And then years later, that church is the multi-campus upper room. <laughs> yeah, I would say that the upper room has had quite a bit of success. If you guys have heard any of their stuff on iTunes or their album with Maverick City Worship. I mean, they're... They're kind of blowing up right now. It's awesome. 
Oh yeah, I should enjoy speaking there every till I go back from from here in Hollywood. Michael is dangerous with the pool kids. I really enjoy going back to encouraging that community. Yeah. Well, man, Todd, that's awesome. Hey, well, why don't you just tell the people at home and why don't you just tell me because the two of us don't know each other super well, just kind of a tad bit about you and your family and what you're up to out in California. Yeah, just kind of introduce yourself to us. Well, hey, man, I am hanging out here at a coffee shop by Hollywood right now. Just enjoying a cup of dough, but this is where I meet with um, actors, directors, producers who, um, who are going to know Jesus and mobilize them to thrive in their missional life, sharing Jesus on set and off set. And, and so we think that Hollywood does have a worldwide influence. So we want to invest in these industry professionals or mentors like um, you, you do. <laughs> and just see the kingdom of God expand. So yeah, right now I'm, I'm, I'm a, a couple shop where I meet with a lot of very interesting industry professionals, yeah. That's awesome. And you're married and have a couple kids, is that right? Yeah, um, so my wife is named Marissa. We've been married for seven seven and a half wonderful years. And we have a son named Oliver, who is six, and, and a um, daughter named Olive, who is three, and we have a, a son named Henry, who is six months old. So you guys are pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think being a being a mom is one of the most impacting ministry there is. And she gets to mentor three humans every single day. So I think that is pretty, pretty, pretty worthwhile. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I, me and my wife have uh, a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a two-year-old and you know, Todd, okay, cool, cool, bro. What? Wow. Yeah, like one saying that that we have around here is relationships change lives, right? And I mean, we yes. mentor kids from hard places, kids who have experienced hardships, and I just feel so fortunate that we're able to kind of give our kids. I mean, my my own personal kids, we're able to give them a mom and a dad. We're able to kind of provide a safe environment for them, and yeah. But like moms mentor, <laughs> moms mentor their kids each and every day. 
Yeah, I share with people that in your mission, your mission life, you have four spheres of influence. One is first is your family, and then your friends, and then your co-workers and strangers that we meet every single day, but we have to keep them in that order that our family, that is your first, that is your first and what most important ministry, yeah. Most definitely, yeah. I mean, one saying that we have is you can't give what you don't have. And, and yes. so, I mean, like you have to fill yourself up so you can pour out to your family, you can pour out to your friends, your coworkers, and then you, your strangers, your mentees, just people that you meet. Hey, Todd. Right, right. So, yeah. So I read your book, Weak is the New Strong. And man, just let me tell you, it, this thing blessed me like crazy. And so I am just going to read the back of it. And then we're going to talk about your book and we're going to kind of get into it. Okay. Sure. So, so what if your weaknesses are actually your greatest strengths with cerebral palsy, binding him to a wheelchair and slowing his speech. Todd has never had the option of hiding his weakness escape impossible. Weak is the new strong is an invitation to journey through Todd's touching stories and dynamic biblical explorations of God's view of weakness and to discover how your greatest weakness can be transformed by God's strength. Yes. Man, so Todd, why don't you just tell us why you decided to write a book and what kind of your heart behind it was? Well, I wrote the book because I think that that culture and even the church we, we, we do whatever it takes to hide or compensate for our weaknesses so therefore people do not discover who they really are I mean, let me who you are is, is your inner strength, but more than that, who you are is meant to be in Christ Jesus. And so, so I wrote the, the, this book because it changed my life when I went dead, dead, dead. in 1997. I was um, 20. And I'm going to show my age now. But I was in a coffee shop having a quiet time. And I was doing city ministry that summer. And with my speech and being in a wheelchair, I just felt that I was in over my head. I never saw my weaknesses as much as I did at that point, but I kind of fell over my head 
and my weaknesses my whole whole life until then. And then the Lord led me to Second Corinthians 12, 9, where Paul dealt with, with his own weakness and, and the Lord responded to him, my grace, my unmerited favor is all you need for my power is made perfect or displayed through your weaknesses. And right there, oh my gosh, I felt the presence of God. I had Holy Spirit tears. I said, Lord, thank you for your power. Thank you for your power that flows through my weaknesses. And I'm thankful to how it flows through my speech, through my cerebral palsy, through me being in a wheelchair, through me doing with every weakness that every human deals with. Because if you want your power to display, do this, then praise your holy name. Ever since at that point, my life has not been in spite or despite of my weakness, but it's been because of God's amazing power going to it. Yeah, for sure. Man, I can't imagine how how hard that would be to be trying to do inner city ministry with, you know, a bunch of people who you don't know. And I'm sure that the enemy lies to you a ton, right? Right, right. But to focus on who God says you are and to focus on who the Lord is and what he's doing through you. I mean, man, Todd, that that takes some faith. That takes some steadfastness. That takes some true belief that, I mean, I just think is awesome. Well, the key ingredient that several was uh, I was in relationships that I've never been in before. Like, I never had a mentor my whole life until that transforming summer. And that summer, I had two or three mentors invested in my, my, my life day, day in, day out. So I directly connect that revelation to how God used mentors in my, my own life. So I had a real high value for one-on-one investing in people's life. In fact, to this day, I'm, I've been in ministry for 25 years, and most of that ministry has not been bad for ministry, but has been one-on-one investing in people's lives. So, I, so that's why I'm so thankful for what you do. And, and I, I would like to hear how, like, like, when did you know that you had to start this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I... So I just kind of my testimony, Todd, is I, I grew up in a home where it was kind of just me and my mom, my parents split up whenever I was about 12 or 13. And I just kind of grew up with a contentious relationship with my dad. I, I grew up not believing that I belonged, not feeling loved, not feeling accepted. And, and I just kind of started making some pretty poor choices. As I look back, it's all because I just wanted to be loved, right? I just wanted attention. I just right. wanted acceptance. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted affirmation. 
And I was searching for that in all, all of the wrong places. But I had an opportunity to go to college. And it was there that a professor, a guy named Bob Strader, started to pour oh, into me. Bob is a great myth guy. Yes. I know him and his son. So yeah, yeah. I love I love being here in that name. Yeah, so so Bob just started to invest into me. You know, he started to spend time with me. He started to just be with me. As I look back, I don't think Bob would say that he quote unquote mentored me, but <laughs> but he just spent time with me and that that was exactly what I needed. And from hanging out with Bob, you know, more is caught than taught. And I just caught how to be a man of God. I, I caught how to carry myself. He infused me with, with confidence and uh, self-esteem. And ultimately that is what put me on, on a path towards salvation. And so just, I am who I am today because of men investing into my life, men discipling me, men mentoring Amen. me. And yes, I, I want to do the same thing for yes. as many kids as I can, right? Yes, so. I, I'm sitting right at home, and you said, Bob just met with you. Yeah. And that is so powerful. I think that there are many reasons why we needed to talk today and get to know each other because for the way that our ministry started mobilized ministries is Lord show me Luke 8 1 Luke 9 1 and Luke 10 1 and Luke 8 1 really describes what you just said that Bob did with you Luke 8 1 is that beautiful picture of Jesus being with, being with, quote, being with the disciples. And, and that just simply, quote, being with, quote, I mean, that is a powerful thing to give to someone. And that's what Jesus did with the 12 disciples that made Christianity um, um, go all over the, the world, and that's why you're saved, and that's why I, I'm saved, because, because Bob, like Jesus, he's been spending time being with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so especially now, it's like, time's our most important resource, right? Like, Time is the most important thing we have. And yet I believe that's what the enemy is coming after. Like he is yes. trying to distract us with yes. every, I mean, with, he's trying to take up our time with political divisions and social media. And we're yes. always in such a hurry. We're always so busy. There's so much to do. And there's so little time that the easiest thing to go is being with people, is sitting down and making yes. time just to do this but the last time i checked it's relationships that change lives it's it's yes. me, it, it's it's meeting with people it's this one-on-one -on -one discipleship and every single person listening me and you included we're here following jesus christ because of a person yes right yes 
you will remember what I mean, even if you read a Facebook post that, that might be insightful, we might remember that for like one or two days, but we will remember for a lifetime someone actually sitting down with you to listen to your heart, to your passions, to ask you good questions to, yes. to help you find your life purpose. That's what is going to make a legacy when, when the Lord calls me home, wherever he does, I won't be remembered by whatever happened on social media, but will we remember by the investment that we have? Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's a part of your book that I just love, Todd. Like you you talk about passing on the power, right? And you talk about how Paul kind of passed on the power to Timothy. Paul passed on the power to the many witnesses. And then those many witnesses passed passed on the power to trustworthy people. And it's, I mean, you've got Jesus. Jesus invested into 12 people and that changed the world, right? And that yes. is still being felt today as, as we continue to make disciples, as we continue to build relationships, as we continue to mentor. And it's great. I mean, it, it is just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should blow your mind that the Holy Spirit put books in the Bible from one person to one person, from Paul to, to, to Timothy. That's how much God values well, well, one mentoring. And 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 spoke some powerful identity into Timothy. Well, why he said, "Hey, Timothy, you do have a spirit of fear, but one of love and power and a sound mind." And you did that changed his life. So, so I talk, talk about passing on the power because we are all weak. And the weakness is the conduit. Look, I shared earlier that God has chosen to make his power known. There's um, um, two ways that, that God makes his one is through healing, but we, we didn't think about that the most. But but have our weakness, and so it's, it's so cool because every time I invest in this so someone, I my faith build because I'm remembering. How much God's power is done in my own life. In fact, I think I think but Lumen Six describes this well. Be active in showing your faith 
so that you will know every good thing that you have in Christ Jesus. So the more we go after to mentor someone, hey, be ready for God to bless you, right? Man, I have never thought about that before. It's be active in sharing your faith so that you will know, like it, it is to our benefit to pour out. It is to our benefit to invest because yeah. you're remembering yeah. what God has done. You're remembering his goodness. Like that's why I was talking to someone this past week and he was just asking me, he's like, Zach, tell me, tell me how you fill yourself with faith to be able to do the things that you do. And I said, Hey, look, I, and this sounds silly, but I go on walks every morning and out loud, I declare God's goodness over my life. I declare scripture because it just helps me remember. Right. Yes. 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 And so it's like, yes. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I it's great. Yeah. So. And let's do all that even more. So, so, so that verse that we just read, that's basically saying that mentoring is a spiritual discipline. Because when we mentor, we ourselves draw near to the Lord. And, hey, hey, think about this. Paul also talks about how, how um, faith comes by hearing, right? So when you mentor someone and you're hearing yourself declare faith, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a wonderful cycle. You, you declare, you hear yourself declare faith and then that hearing fills your faith. And so, yeah, and, and that happens the most powerful in mentoring. Hey, Todd, so, man, all of that's so good. I haven't ever, I haven't ever thought about that. Faith comes from hearing and every time that you pro proclaim the gospel, you're just filling yourself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, one one thing that I want to make sure that we hit on, because sure. I just thought it was so good. You you talk about community. And I know for me as a mentor, it is so easy to kind of run this mentoring race in isolation. Kind of, I'm all alone. I have to figure out how to build a relationship with this kid. I got to figure out how to have a job and have a wife and have a kids while doing all this. And it's, I feel isolated, but, but you say that there's power in sharing your struggles with community. Do you think that you can kind of speak on that and, and just kind of what led you to that thought? Why? Hey, one new thought that I just, uh, when you said that, we always think of investing in someone or trying to Christ with someone as a solo act. But the fact is, in the Bible, the church helped each other share Christ with someone. And so we have got to get out of this Lone Ranger 
before it's the guy who is being lowered down he never would have been lowered down if he didn't ask for help he never would have been lowered down if he didn't be okay with his weakness but in that in that humility i would say it really impacted his four friends and it got them closer to jesus and it's like there's so much power in being vulnerable there's so much power in being weak yes there's so much power in asking for help and it doesn't just impact you, it impacts those around you. Because, wow. man, Todd, that's huge. Because so, so often I'm sitting there in my church small group and I'm sharing about some of my mentoring struggles. Maybe I uh, hoped that my mentee would make good grades and he failed. Maybe I hoped that he wouldn't party and, you know, he was making some bad choices. But in sharing my, my weakness, other people start to open up about their kids. Other people start to open up about disappointments that they've had. And it's just like authenticity starts authenticity, vulnerability begets vulnerability. And we're able to pray for each other. We're, we're able to relate to each other in just a totally new way. Yeah, let me share with you a very humbling example. But um, I drive a Jeep. Grand 
turkey. And, and, and so why you and I had to throw my wheelchair in the back. And then I walk around the car. And so <laughs> if you didn't know my situation, if somebody walking around the car, you might think I've had one too many drinks here or something. But when I go to Starbucks or to grocery store, you can bet you if, if someone sees me getting my wheelchair out of my car, I mean, I mean there's a 99% chance that this person will ask me, hey, do you need me help? Oh my goodness. You, I'm happy that you didn't know me early on, BFT. I, I sometimes I was pretty sarcastic. Like, wow, yeah, I did. I get to this point. How did I get to the store? What were what what were I even there? How would I get inside? If you did not ask me, if I, I want to help. No, thank you. <laughs> I can do it myself. In fact, I used to be so prideful that uh, I would say no, thank you. As the other person would say, would you like? <laughs> I, would, I would say no, thank you before they even finished their senses. And then the Lord kind of did some work in my heart. Show me, show me a, a lot of pride, and and just show me some, some difficult truths about what how God transfers transform my my heart by letting people help me, and then oh my gosh, the Lord started using this in my ministry. I started saying yes, please, and then. Well, what happened was I would start a gospel conversation to while they were helping me get out of my jeep. In fact, one time, um, 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 one time this guy named Brandon, it was him, and we became friends outside of Starbucks just because I said yes, I shared Christ with him. He started meeting with me every week to be mentored or disciple. And this all came about because I said, sir, yes, please, thank you. Will you help me get my wheelchair out? That's awesome. That's awesome. My, yeah. So my mentor, his name's Steve Allen, and he's in Colorado Springs, and he has ALS, right? And uh, Where is that? What, uh, what is that? ALS is a, it's a disease. I mean, he, he can't move from his neck down. So, oh, wow. Wow. yeah, so he's, he's totally paralyzed oh. and, but he has, you know, he has a wheelchair and he's able to go to yeah. the gym a couple of times a week. And, and one of his favorite things to do in the gym is to go into the sauna and, in the sauna, I mean, I'll get a phone call for sure every month. Hey, Zach, I just met this guy in the sauna. I just, 
I just got to pray for this guy. And it's like, amen. Every time that someone asks him for help, every time that someone um, asks if they can serve him, he uses that as a, as an opportunity to share about Jesus. And amen. I mean, I mean that's, that's powerful. So, so. Amen. Uh, amen bro. Why I tell you, me, mentor, that he's, Inspire me to work out. <laughs> I need to work out more. So thank you for me. I'll be sure to tell him that. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey Todd. So so I guys, I'm serious when I say this. This book, I loved it. It was so good. And we're just focusing just in on a couple a couple of different chapters, yeah. but one. I mean, I love the passing the power one-to-one. I loved how being weak can actually create more opportunities for the Lord to move. I loved about how being weak in community can really propel your ministry. But the last thing that I want to talk about, which this is at the end of the book, but I think this kind of impacted me the most, Todd. It's how power, the power of words of encouragement and how they can shift a mindset. Yes. Do you think that you could just kind of tell us some more about that? Well, words either give life to people or they speak death. And we got to make the choice that we are to speak words of life to people. And if I, and then, Cool that in John 1 1, um, Jesus is called the, the Word. And the Word. And it's so cool how in the Bible, the spoken word is a different Greek word than the written word. So, so and the spoken word gives life to people. So, so, so think about that word in. Courage. Every time someone has given me a word of encouragement, it makes me live a life that's in I in space courage. Encouraging words makes you live a courageous life. And that's what we need. We need more courageous people of the Lord. We've been displaying God's kingdom on earth. As a, as a, as a, yeah. That's awesome. We, someone once told me to encourage someone is to open up their chest and to insert courage. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And that, I love that. And that, I love that. That's so good. I'm going to use that. That's so good. Hey, man, take it. Take it. I, I call that Holy Spirit stealing right? Just like yes. all of us are on the same team. It's good. It's yours. And the first time that I, the first time that I spoke at a, I spoke at the campus ministry at OU, I gave my first like talk, my first show talk. And back then I stuttered what I started now. And I stuttered every single word of that Talk. I just feel like a failure. I went home, and what was cool is the Holy Spirit knew what He was doing. I, I was reading the, the 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 Bible through 
for you. And then I, I, I read about when, when the Lord told Moses, he spoke incredibly into Moses' life, hey, I, I want you to speak for me and free my people. And Moses is like, hey, I don't have eloquent speech. I, I cannot speak, I cannot speak. And then the Lord gave Aaron to Moses, and Moses spoke for the Lord, and that changed my whole life. I am started speaking in front of hundreds, and now I have spoken in front of thousands of people. But then next week, a guy in the chemist ministry named Brad, he said, Todd, you have a gift of speaking. Oh my gosh, he infused courage in my life because he said that after the devotional that I stuttered every single word. And so, but since it's he, Brad, my friend, took, took the time to encourage me. I mean, I have spoken in front of thousands of people. No, just because Pinkers Brad take the time to encourage me. Man, I think that that's so cool, Todd. It's like you never know what you're going to say that's going to change someone's life. Right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I can I can remember in my in my late twenties when someone told me I was smart. It was the first time anyone had ever told me that I was smart, and. I still re remember that and it did something to me, right? And yeah. I started with that mindset shift, right? Like I thought that I was dumb and then someone told me I was smart and I said to myself, well, if he thinks I'm smart, may then maybe I am, right? Yeah. And well, why did you love that? How you taken that gift and you started a known part and brother, your ministry is so necessary because this culture is so segregated. And so I'm so thankful that you, that you received those encouraging words. And now you are, you are equipping, inspiring people to step up and be mentors and invest in people's lives. So thank you so much. For sure, Todd. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Go pick up his book. It's called Weak is the New Strong by Todd Lawler. I don't think I said this, but Todd Todd's the founder and executive director of Mobilize Ministries. It's a ministry to mobilize missional living and expand the good news of Jesus and his kingdom among existing spheres of influence. Go check them out, www.mobilizedministries.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Todd Lawler, L-O-L-L-A-R, and on Facebook at Mobilized Ministries. Todd, can you just say a little prayer for us? Can you say a prayer for mentoring for me and for this podcast, please? Sure, Lord, we have praise your holy name. And Lord, 
we are thankful for every weakness that we have, Lord, because we declare them as conduits for your power to flow through in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you that we get to pass on the power. Lord, help us to not be consumers, but to be investors, Lord. Thank you for this ministry, God. I, I pray in Jesus' name that, that I thank you, Jesus' name, that how thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people will get into mentoring relationships, Lord, and really bless and impact the world, just like Jesus did with the disciples. And just like Paul did with Timothy, and, and just like someone did with Buddha, yeah, yeah, it's the Jesus amazing name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Todd. Hey, guys, thank you, brother. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you guys um, didn't catch one thing, let it be this you can mentor. <laughs>